0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was... To align your jaw. The season that we did not use a PowerPlus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously, um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports.
2: We talk NFL, guy talk, movie and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out.
0: Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
3: East Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live.
2: Welcome, everyone, to the Power Plus Mouth Card Beast from the East Show. It's week 13, the area round. Your boy, Brett's 20 here. Alongside of me, you got the usual suspects. We got KO Kyle Owens, uh, Jeremy Hubbard. Corey marshall vincent johnson how's it going guys
4: good yeah
2: going good i'm good uh got the round two playoffs are in full force guys and just real quick uh how'd you guys do last week in the uh picks it did pretty decent last
4: week better than i thought i was going to do for sure i think it ended up six and four looking at the scores originally i thought i went about three and seven vince i wasn't sure i did very well but i'll take i'll take six and four last week there were some some interesting results
5: i uh this is about the fourth or fifth week i've gone like seven and three so i think or i went 73 this week uh a couple of weeks i went eight and two or something like that but uh i've been pretty steady like surprisingly um um, the Tatum pick helped, <laughs> so I, I kind of picked on Tatum last week. I, I told him I, I I expect for him to win, since I'm actually gonna pick him this time around. But that helped me out.
6: Yeah, I went I went seven and three too. Um, the the Jefferson one hurt me. I thought uh, I thought Jefferson was gonna pull that off against Pottsboro. but uh, seven to three is not bad after a couple five and five weeks that I had. So I'm I'm on the I'm trending upwards now.
2: Uh mm-hmm. Yeah. I I had eight and two. I you know uh, the game I was at. I had, had Brook Hill Brookhill winning. That it didn't go my way. And I think the other one I had. Okay, uh yeah, that one I had wrong was the. Uh, oh, what pick was it I had wrong? I, I had Athens wrong. Uh, I thought that was gonna work. No, out. it was it was the Arp Tigers, which I'm glad I, I, I missed that one. I had decap so. Uh, those are two And I that one. one. Yeah. yeah. So. It's seven and uh, three,
3: baby. It's
2: seven and three. Ah, wow. oh, Corey stepping up with a seven and three. Well, um, good news is, guys, we start over again this week. Got some really good area matchups here to talk about today. Uh, let's go and start with game one. It will be Thursday night. Um, so make sure you get your picks in on Thursday. We have a couple of Thursday night games in the mix. So get your picks in Thursday. I know we had a couple of people last week. I don't know who they were, but I noticed that. There were less picks on for the Thursday games than Friday, which means they forgot to put their picks in on Thursday, so make sure you get them in. Um, we got Sunnyvale and Gilmer. That game will be at Rose Stadium um, in Tyler. Um, Kyle, that looks like that kind of that field behind you there, isn't it?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Earl Campbell Field at uh, Christus Trinity Mother, Francis Rose. Stadium. There Australia. you go.
2: There you go. Um, guys, I'm looking down at, at, at Sunnyvale's schedule here. Um, they lost to Terrell and Kaufman. Is there only two losses? The Kaufman one kind of is, is weird to me because you know I don't. Lyndale beat them earlier in the season pretty bad. They had, they struggled this year a little bit more than I thought they would. Um, but they're in a they're in a district that's not real strong. You've got Dallas Lincoln and Will's Point Roosevelt, some some teams that aren't predominantly football powers. Um, and then it's just Gilmer. I think you know we know how good Gilmer is. Uh they, they won an offensive battle last week with the uh, center. I'm sticking with the Buckeyes this week. I think they're going to go on and, and may see all-East-Texas game with them next week possibly.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to roll with the Buckeyes too. I, I was fortunate enough to see them last week. We'll talk about that later tonight, I know, in our wrap-up show. But, yeah, the Gilmer Buckeyes, man, Will Henderson is an absolute monster out there. They got speed all over the field, does Gilmer. Defense has been playing a lot better here recently over the past month or so. So, um, yeah, give me the Gilmer Buckeyes. I, I just, I'm just i the same thing with you, Brett. I think Sunnyvale, that loss to Kaufman is, is my hangup with Sunnyvale. So, give me Gilmer. Roll Buckeyes in the black flag defense.
4: You know, it's funny because when I look at this, um, you know, I, I hate to look at stats, but we don't know a lot about uh, about Sunnyvale, obviously the district's bad. I'm with you that the the Kaufman loss is really bad. Uh, they did only play four games against teams with a winning record, right? They beat Aubrey, who we're going to talk about a little bit later. They beat Dallas Carter, who knocked off Sulphur Springs last week, right? So that's a little better team than we thought. They beat Caddo Mills, uh, pretty bad as well. But but then they lost to Terrell. Whatever you mentioned, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I know last week it was 69-34 in that Gilmer Center game. There could be a lot of points scored in this one too. Um you know i'm looking at at you know last week alone uh they had two guys over 100 yards receiving oh, man they like to throw it around it looks like and and it's it's a scary game because we know gilmer defensively they've got some things figured out right early on we talked about that but we've talked about will henderson uh you did 206 yards last week uh, in the win uh another back uh, Dre' smith had 200 yards also <sighs> I just feel like it's playoff time. You got to start going with Gilmer. And to go against Gilmer in the playoffs, especially this early, is kind of wrong. Uh, I'm going to go Buckeyes, too.
3: Let's go. Gilmer, Buckeyes. Playing the best football as of late. Not going to pick against them. So.
2: All right. Uh, Vince, go ahead.
5: Um I'm gonna go with uh with Gilmer as well. I don't I don't I'm not gonna go against uh Gilmer at this point. They're playing pretty good. Uh like Corey has said in the past, uh you wanna be playing your best football uh as of late. So um they are that's what they're doing. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely
2: riding with Gilmer. Alright. So we're all going with Gilmer there in game one. Uh game two. Uh the game I'll be at uh Thursday night. Uh Vince is gonna be hopefully joining me in that one as a second round matchup between Garrison and Beckfield, fellas. What a what a tough matchup for both teams. I know Jeremy has we got to see Garrison last Thursday and uh they're not bad. They got a couple yard bros that are pretty good.
4: Yeah, and, and those are not even guys you you hear about when you talk about garrison right you know just looking at last week alone we knew omarion raspberry coming in was going to be a stud we knew jd black was a stud but antonio Arbro came in gets a rushing touchdown gets a pick six and and brett and and guys uh, you know if you watched it they dominated from the very beginning of the game i don't i don't remember who won the coin toss but if they won the coin toss that means they dominated every aspect of the game
2: i think and I think they actually lost the coin toss. Well, I you think, know, something young right though. at first and then they stopped them, and then it just it was them all the way.
4: You know, but there's a couple of things interesting about Garrison, and we talked about this during the broadcast. They are so big up front. The offensive line is massive. I mean it I'm not joking, guys. If you haven't seen them, they're they're a four A or five A sized offensive line. Um, now and 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 you know, what hurts them, but it's going to hurt Beckville, too, is those guys to go both ways. They they wore down a little bit. They didn't have to play in the second half, right? But, you know, that's going to wear on you if you're in a game as you go along. Um, Beckville last week knocks off Alba Golden. I've been pretty critical of, of Beckville, um, especially going to week one. They got hammered week one, and they have not looked back since then. They've been very, very good since week one. Uh, Jacoby Williams, of course. You know that it's hard to be much better than that guy, right? He's, uh, you know, about forty touchdowns, 24, 2,500 yards total on the, you know, on the year. Um,
2: well, they've done they've done kind of what you talked about that Grace Prep did. They put him at quarterback this year, yeah. Get him the ball more. And he's always touching on every play.
4: Yeah, which is right at that level, especially give your best player the football all the time. Now. I think what makes it difficult for Beckville, you know, playing Garrison is, you know, the offense that Garrison runs, a little double slot or the wing T, whatever you want to call it, whatever formations they want to get into with the bevy of backs that they have. Uh, I think it's such a challenge defensively to stop those guys. And we saw in that game Thursday night as well, that once they lull you to sleep with the run, they'll hit you over the top for the pass mm-hmm. with, with Shepard and some of those guys. So, I man, this is a, Big boy football game. I love it. It's it's not fair. It's in round two. Um, and call me, I guess, a little recency bias or being there, but I'm gonna go with Garrison in this one. I, I really think, man, they're they're both really good. I I, I love Garrison when I saw him do, and I'm gonna go with Garrison on this one.
6: Yeah, I this this is tough and and you said it right, Jeremy. It's unfair. It's unfair to both these teams. It's unfair to East Texas that we have to see this in the area round of the playoffs. This is a regional final-type matchup, uh, something to go to state, a state championship-type game. And we're getting it in the second round, so it's it's unfortunate that one of these teams has to exit the playoffs so early. These are two really good football teams. Beckville, that opening loss to Timpson, I mean, everybody's lost to Timpson, but that opening loss was without Terry Bussey, and Beckville got blown out in that game. But... Beckville has been playing a lot better football in these past few weeks. They're not the same team they were at the start of the year. Whereas Garrison got Timpson at nearly full strength at the end of the year for a district title with everything on the line and near, came real close to knocking off Timpson. And I'm using Timpson as the example because it's they're both their losses and that we put them as the class of that region. So Garrison played Timpson a lot closer more later in the year. So because of that alone, because of that little tidbit right there, I'm picking Garrison. That's how close this game is. I am I mean, I'm splitting hairs at this point, but give me Garrison.
2: Sad thing is, fellas, the winner of this game probably gets Cooper in round two, round three. It,
6: it doesn't get easier.
2: <laughs> there's no there's no easier. And then after that, Timpson. Yeah, so I mean, it's it just, doesn't get any easier. These guys are just going to be just slobber knocking, killing each other this, the rest of the, the way here. Um, and I didn't make my pick, but I, I, you know, again, me and me and Jeremy got to see Garrison in person. Um, they just, I was just surprised by the size as well. Like they're just so big up front, like, and then they've got, they're just juggling in backs. It didn't matter who was back there. They got speed. Um, and then when they needed a pass, they threw it and got, I mean, they, they have the ability to do that. Like some, some teams I've seen this year, they just, they just don't have that. But I mean. They've got dudes outside, they just don't have to do it very often. They lull you to sleep, like you said, and then and then over the top, boom, there's that touchdown. Um I like both teams, but I'm gonna go with Garrison. I've seen them play, I know how good they are. That game could have been 120 to zero. I mean, easily. Like I think it was twenty-seven nothing, and then we were six minutes in the game. I mean, it I just think that Garrison's rolling right now as close as they played Timpson. We know how good Timson is. I think their sights are set on a rematch uh, for the region here in a few weeks. Uh, they've got a lot, a lot to get to get there, but uh, I'm thinking they're getting by this one. I'm going to go with Garrison Bulldogs.
3: Ooh, I guess I got to be the the odd guy. I'm picking the Backfield Bearcats. You know, I, I'm. I, I think. You know, I think Beckville's a little pissed off. We've disrespected him the past couple of years, especially in the Timpson game. And um, I'm not gonna doubt him. I've been doubting. I'm not. I'm, I haven't been doubting him all year. I think I picked Beckville in every game except for Timpson. And um, I know you guys saying Garrison is a, is a team, but man, beckville has been disrespecting some people. And and you know, you got to play pissed off in the playoffs. Garrison's really good. I knew Garrison's gonna be good anyway. And this 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 is that game. This
5: is that game when I'm picking backfield. I'm picking backfield. Any more cats. Um I think I'm gonna go with uh I think I'm gonna go with Beckville too. Uh I think that I mean this is a tough matchup. I you know, it doesn't bother me that they face each other right now because when I was going growing up that's how it was. You know, you started playoffs. There was no easy games. You started out smart. You had to go against the best, you know, at times. And and like you said, the round after this is going to get harder. And then after that, it will get harder. Uh, this is just, you know, unfortunately, other divisions probably have easier um, roads to state, whereas to them, they, they just don't, you know. Uh, you got to be. You gotta be tough as nails at this point. Uh, you gotta be playing your best football, your first and second weeks, you know, every week pretty much. Um I like Beckville. I I I like Garrison too. I didn't get a chance to see Garrison, but um I like I like what they do, and I've I've been picking Beckville all year. I think I'm just gonna stay I'm gonna stay on that wave. It's nothing against Garrison, honestly. Garrison may come out and smack. Them. I have no idea. Well, you'll uh, find out, Vince. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's what I'm. That's yeah. I'm I'm sure with that. I'm I'm gonna go with the Beckville pick. Sorry.
4: All right.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. If that's gonna be a little split, I could see either team winning. I just, I I just. Garrison's just – they're just the team, I think, right now. We'll see. Uh, again, we'll have that game. Uh, we'll be doing it on behalf of Texan Live this week. Uh, Vince and I will be on the call for that one. So, uh, make sure you check that out on Thursday night if you don't have anything else going on. Um, should be a good one. All right. Uh, game three, Iowa Colony, Pioneers. Um, ranked team in the state, undefeated 11-0. and Going up against – some team from Lindale, Kyle. I don't know. Is, is, are they the, the Bears? Uh, it's the Kyle the Eagles
6: Fly. Oh, it's the Lindale. Eagles.
2: Oh, okay. Yes. My bad, my bad. He some um, team
3: from Lindale. It just
2: <laughs> <strikes> me. <laughs> no, I had to give Kyle hard time. The, the Lindale Eagles. Guys, I I, I looked down through this uh, Iowa Colony schedule, and, and I know you guys, some of you don't like to look at schedules, but I'm looking at a team I don't really know much about. I need to see who they've played. Why are they 11-0? Okay, and I looked down through here. Um, they've got the the Bay City went in Needville. They're still in the playoffs. They they did beat those two teams, but by a combined what five points that they won those games by. Um, and you look at Lindale and and all the teams that they've played. I think they've they've been a little more battle tested. You know, they played Kilgore, they played Chapel Hill, they played Gilmer. Um, a lot of good teams on the schedule. Uh. That 11-0, man, it's just like, man, do you pick against a team that just doesn't know how to lose? Um, but to me, I just think I've seen Lindale, and I've seen what they can do. I know this uh, Iowa Colony team has got a lot of speed. They got, they've got they got a lot of size, but they're young. They're, their school doesn't have senior class yet, I don't believe. It's a new school. Next year, I think, is Iowa Colony's year. I don't think it's this year. I think Lindale ends it. And I'm going with the Lindale Eagles, fellas.
6: Yeah, this... What <laughs> I I don't like this region that Kilgore, Lindell, and Chapel Hill got put in. That is a lot of travel for all three of those teams to have to play these these playoff games. But that all that aside, I know nothing about Iowa, Iowa Colony. I just found out tonight when we were talking pre-show, and then just now that this is a brand new school. I didn't even know that. That's probably why I've never heard of them. Um, so I know nothing about Iowa Colony, but what I do know is my Lindell Eagles, and I'm not going against Coach Cochran. And last time, here's a little tidbit for y'all. Last time that the Lindell Eagles played at Merrill Green Stadium in Bryan, Texas, it was in 2020 on their road to state when they beat Needville 70 to 56, and Jordan Jenkins had nine touchdowns in that game, eight rushing and a kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, they've got good. They've got good vibes, good mana down there in Bryan at merrill green stadium so give me the Lindell eagles to upset the iowa colony pioneers
2: all right jeremy what do you got
4: man i'm torn on this one i don't, I don't have the connection to Lindell you guys have i know what clint thurman and that offense has done this year and i love coach cochran and what he does and 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 whatever and and None of, none of this is anything. It's Linda. I think they've had a great year, and we've seen them do some great things this year. It's hard to ignore 11-0, right, no matter who you're playing, especially, you know, I think people look at their youth as a bad thing, and I kind of look at it like, okay, they're taking a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, and they're 11-0, right? Um, and, you know, I don't know how much you guys, you know, know about some of these schools are playing, but they went on the road and beat Navasota. That's never easy to go to Navasota and win, even if Navasota down. They beat El Campo, who was a preseason pick to win the district, and a lot of people's preseason pick to make a little run because of the coach Travis Reeve there, right? Um, they won at Bay City. They beat Needville. Um, they run the ball for just over seven yards of carry. And that's, man, I, I say in the playoffs, you got to stop the run. You got to be able to run. I, I'm torn, man, because kind of like Corey, I never want to pick against the East Texas team here. Um, you know Lindell defensively we that's the conversation we've had all year it's kind of been like the thing that's we can, we're worried about with them right and now you're going to play a team that runs the ball 7 yards a carry um i just it, i can't get past the o and 11 now i'm i'm going to mm, people are going to hate me i'm going to go Iowa Colony here i just think that I, I think you have to respect that a little bit and the teams that they've played along the way not the not that Lindell hasn't played a tough schedule we're in the we're in the second round of the playoffs kind of like everybody here's a good quality team uh, but I'm gonna go with what I would
6: call In an attempt to change your mind, Jeremy. In an attempt to change your mind. Take off. Let me let me speak for the Lindell contingency here. So Lindell was an underdog against Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill high explosive offense. And they had a game plan to keep the offense off the field, which and you said just there in your in your answer, teams that can run the ball and stop the run. We know Lindell can run the football. Lindell sure. is very good at running the football. Lindell's defense, to me, in my opinion, their weakness has never been the front seven. I think the run defense is fine for Lindell. It's the secondary that's always given me pause for concern for Lindell. So I think uh, going up against a running team like that is actually an advantage for Lindell because I think they're better up front than they are on the back end of the defense. But with all that being said, the main reason you should do it is because they've already won there at Merrill Green. All right.
4: So just (laughs) go with where they've been. You know, man, I uh, no, you're right. I mean, I just some things about the score and and you know, I look at giving up 49 points to Palestine. I look up giving 64 to Kilgore. You know, like and that that's in the last month, you know. Now, they didn't give up many points to 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 Jacksonville obviously who's nobody gives up a lot of points to Jacksonville, right? Uh, I can say that we're not going back there again this year, are we, Red? Okay. Um, I was nervous by the way the whole time we were there last week. So, um,
2: so yeah, I think this is funny though. I, I called Jeremy before the <laughs> before the game, and I was like, "Hey, Jeremy, I'm sorry to tell you this, but uh, I told them who was coming up and broadcast with me, and they told me that you were banned from the stadium. The, the too many bad Jacksonville uh, comments on air. Uh, I, wore,
4: I wore my COVID mask the whole way in and out of the stadium just to be sure nobody knew who I was. No, I you know. Ah, golly. gotta go
3: Shiesty next time, Jay Shiesty.
4: I should have, yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick with my Iowa Colony pick, and and you know, I don't know. I, I just, I just have this feeling that even I, I look at the youth as a good thing, right? That if if you're able to do that with that group, I'm with you. I think next year that could be really good. They got 41 guys back from last year. Those 41 guys are all going to be back again next year. But heck, they're 11 and 0 right now, and and it's hard to go against my 11 and 0
3: gonna further help you out in just a second, okay? So they only won two games the year prior to that. And then they went 11-0 this year. Yeah. And the games that they won were really close. The teams, the good teams, the better teams that they beat were really close games. Not saying they wouldn't have beat them either way. Um, That, to me, is like a March Madness team, right? You play against a really, a really young team. You know 27 and 27 and one team they're in march madness they got a number one seed and then you play against a 25 or you play against a 17 and 13 veteran team out of the acc right they've been battle tested they got bruises and scars they had to go through the the, the best conference in all of basketball and you play against that one team. who are you putting your money on i'm putting my money on that 17 and 13 team they got a bunch of seniors they got a bunch of guys that's been battle-tested, they've been here before. When the game's on the line, who are you going to go with? Are you going to trust a senior or a sophomore? I'm trusting the senior. You know, you got good – now, don't get me wrong. I saw Iowa Colony. I saw them a couple of games. They got great skill positions. They are quick. They are fast. They're exactly like Chapel Hill, exactly like center. I'm only using them danger field. I'm using them because those are the the, the big offenses in East Texas, right? And I know no disrespect to anybody else, but they scored more points than everybody else, pretty much, besides – Beckville and some other schools, and it's no disrespect, but just put my eye on them. They their skill position like that. And they're still young, you know. And Lindale, what does Lindale do? They play against. They played against teams like that before. And what do they do against teams like that? They slow them down. We're gonna run the football, and that's that's what we're gonna do. Are you gonna stop them from scoring points? Possibly not. They're gonna they're gonna score their points. They may not score eighty. They may not score forty. They may score twenty eight. But as long as Lindale scores twenty nine. A 35, they win the football game. Can can they stop them? Like I said, Lindell's offensive line is probably the best in all of East Texas, besides maybe long. You know, probably better than long, to be honest with you. But I'm just saying, they got their offensive line is massive. And you know, Iowa Collins got a good defensive line, and He's he's a junior, he's like six foot three, two forty-five. Looks like Ivory Christian, uh, you know, the guy that played for uh, on, uh, uh you know. Yeah, Friday Night Live, yeah, he, he looks just like that guy. I was like, man, he's, he's, he's a man, isn't he? I mean, he's massive. But their pass rushes, their defense is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Their team is very good. I don't trust youth. Like, that's the only thing about it. When it comes to winning games, I don't trust youth. They get nervous. They get scared. Anything can happen. They they get down 21-0. With what's going to happen in the first quarter? Have they been down 21-0 before? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you're eleven and zero. That eleven and zero scares me. I don't like that. That's a bad omen. You know, you're eleven and zero. Now all of a sudden you're gonna start playing close games.
2: you hey, play Corey, against a
3: veteran team. that's probably playing against the best district. I don't know.
2: Corey, is that a is that a trap game?
3: It is very much so a trap game. And that is a trap game of all proportions. Nobody's gonna pick Lindale. Nobody's picking Lindell. Lindell wins this game by at least twenty one points. Oh. They beat Iowa Colony convincing. He if, they like beat, if they don't beat, if they don't Iowa Colony, they don't beat Iowa Colony. Then whatever. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking anybody else for this shit. They beat Iowa Colony. Telling y'all. All
2: right, Vince. Um,
5: Eleven and zero. I mean, like Jeremy said, it's hard to pick against that, but. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know him. I don't know him. I don't know nothing about him. And I ain't picking against the East Texas team, not in this situation. So I know what Lindale is. I've seen what they've done. Uh, I've seen their resume. Uh, that's cool if they run the ball and all, because we run the ball at Chapel Hill, and they was able to shut that down too. So I'm 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 going with the Eagles. That's just it, point blank.
2: All right. Game four. Uh, we've got the Aubrey Chaparrells versus the van Vandals. And I'm looking at Kyle. He's, I, I don't like to ask Kyle who he's going to pick this game. Uh, guys looking at Aubrey, uh, they were, uh, district champs, um, in their district, uh, district five for Division Two. They lost their first three games. They had one game canceled. So the first four weeks they were Oh, and three, they lost to Sunnyvale. They're still in the playoffs now. They lost to Anna. They're still in the playoffs now. They lost to Frisco Creek. They're still in the playoffs. Um, so they've lost to some good teams. I'm looking at their district schedule. Not super impressive with the games that they've actually won. I think that the tougher games on their schedule they have lost. Um, and then of course we know how good Van is. You know they've they've only lost to looks to Chapel Hill. Um, they lost to Carthage. Uh the the weird one was the Bullard loss. But I don't know, that was just a weird thing. They were able to bounce back last week and get the win against Spring Hill. But um guys, I'm just I'm going with Van here. I think it's a Van Gilmer matchup in the third round. I think that's where we're headed. And so I'm gonna go with the Van Vandals. I just think there's their schedule's been tough and they've played Um, a tough schedule. And besides that one weird Bullard game, they've been really solid all year.
6: Yeah. I'm trapping out the Vando. We're trapping out the Vando, Corey. Mm. We're trapping out the Vando this week. Uh, Yeah, I think Van, you know, they they did have a stinker in the final week of the year of the season against Bullard. Um, But they bounced back last week, scored 63 on Spring Hill. I think their offense kind of got back rolling again. Caden Rowe had a heck of a catch. Over a Spring Hill defender um, last Friday night, so I think Van is is kind of rolling in the right direction. They had ten possessions last week. Did the Vandals scored on nine of them? With the tenth one being a kneel down at the end of the game. That's pretty good efficiency, Jeremy. I would, uh as a coach, you love to see that, huh?
4: Yeah, I'm have to go with Van. You, you sold me on that one. <laughs> no, I was picking Van before that, right? I mean, they did beat the mighty Lindale Eagles, right? We just had a long talk about that, but. Hey, easy, uh, easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, anyway, no, Van's the pick here. You know, I mean, they, they, we, we've we talked all year long about how how special Van is and, um, you know, looking ahead to the Van Gilmer matchup, whatever. But I think Van's looking – they're not looking down the road. I think we're looking at Van further down the road even than that. So, uh, Van will win this one, I think, pretty convincingly.
3: You know – I'm gonna say this it it feels great to have all these East Texas teams play against the rest of the state. and then you know it's disrespectful when you still have to play other teams and then East Texas teams still have to play against another East Texas team like that that the state of Texas should be like, why do they get to do that because it's so dang hard. it's if it, you throw a rock and you can get a state championship team caliber team anywhere right? That's just, this is what it is. I'm just I had throw it out there. I just look at all these teams, I'm like, man, these teams are good. Small ball in East Texas is rough. I say small ball. 4 A and under, four A to three A, maybe a little bit of two A is just rough, period. But uh no, we're trapping out the Vando. Like I'm not I'm not going against Van. Van's proved me wrong at least twice this year. Um I hadn't picked against them since. Even if they even 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 with them losing to Carthage, I didn't care. I'm still rocking with them. Um it's just van all the
5: way. I'm not not picking against Van. They show me something. They tough. I agree. I agree with that. I'm not picking against Van either. Uh I don't know what happened that last week of the, the season, but it seems like they kind of gotten it together. Um uh, I I'm riding with Van, man. I'm I'm not going nowhere. Win or loss. I'm I'm right here.
6: So Van should be worried because we all picked them. Oh goodness. <clears throat> <laughs> there was a graphic <laughs> on the screen. Just of not watch we all the show. <laughs> Yeah, just don't watch <laughs> the show.
3: That's all you got
2: to do. Game five, guys. Uh, an East Texas battle. Uh, this is where uh, myself and Jeremy will be Friday night. So you have the uh, Harmony. Is that Harmony? Harmony. 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 Versus the yes, Ark Ar- Ar-
3: mm-hmm. Tigers. The Hot uh. Hot um,
2: uh. Man, uh, just a another Grady's Texas matchup here, guys, and man, Arp, Arp did me good last week. Even though I picked against them, they still said, oh, no, nah, we're gonna we're gonna go on and just gonna win this one and, sh- and show you show you what's up." Um, and honestly, you look at this matchup. I think Harmony, you know, they're the better team coming in this game. I just think looking at the schedule and who they've played, who they've beaten. Um, you know, they lost the Hooks early, very close game. We know how good Hooks is. Uh, but they got that big win over Dangerfield the, last week of the season. Huge win there. Um, they lost to Beckville. We already talked about how good Beckville is. Um, I think they just got more solid wins than ARP. I think ARP's had a great season. I think this game will be competitive. I really do. I think ARP will compete. Um, but who would have thought coming into the season, and we talked preseason, that Troop would be out first round, and ARP is still in play. Um it just, you know, just depends on how the matchup goes. And uh it's shout out to my man time. Ty Bar- shout out to my man Ty Barsley with the game winning field goal in overtime. Uh used to be on the AYSA board out there, and he was one of the soccer kids that when I was refereeing and stuff. And uh that soccer, all that soccer paid off. He'll have a memory for his rest of his life on a game winning field goal. That's a cool moment. But I'm I'm gonna stay with my scenario. I'm gonna go with Harmony because I think they're the better team but if arp wins i'd be excited for him uh, i really would i think uh i think honestly coach miki has overachieved with this turning this program around in year 2 and and getting a playoff win i mean he's playing with house money at this point so arp has nothing to lose i think the pressure is all on harmony can they come out and play a good game and um you know, i've seen arp in person play they're a really good team you know vince and i went and did that game in, in grand saline they came out and and took it to them um i just think what harmony has is they have a lot of returning experience playoff experience and they're on a mission to i think there's a lot of folks that said that harmony's run was kind of a fluke i think they're out to prove that that it wasn't that they're legit and so i'm going to go with harmony fellas
6: yeah i mean this one's uh i with my ties that i have to harmony it's hard for me to go against the eagles so i'm I'm taking harmony but uh I just think they're, they're battle-tested. You know, Corey talked about Lindell being battle-tested earlier, and this Harmony team battle-tested, man. They they lost their first four games last season, made an epic run to the state semifinal, ended in heartbreak da- uh, losing to both in the state semifinals. And then you come back this year with all the expectations, you get snake-bitten with injuries early on. Coach Jenkins said himself the most injuries he's seen in all of his years of coaching. So you're fighting through all that adversity, then to run through the district, which still has three teams in the playoffs, by the way. So they went three and one in the first round. Uh, So it's at least a decent district. It's better than the the district they go against. Um, But then to, to fight through that and then to get past that, get that monkey off your back of beating Dangerfield. My fear was that there may have been somewhat of a letdown coming into that first round playoff game. Yes, it's the playoffs, but when you go from playing Dangerfield to Hemp Hill, no disrespect to Hemp Hill, it's a little different level of competition. So my fear was a little bit of a letdown, but Harmony jumped up by like 20, 30 point lead in the first quarter. So I think Harmony is motivated to make this run again back towards a state championship. And uh, I, I think ARP, unfortunately, has, the, has to face them in the second round. But I'm with you, Brett. I think it'll be a closer game than maybe a lot of people expect. Um, I think ARP's going to give Harmony everything they can handle, but I just think Harmony is the better football team.
4: You know, who would have thought that ARP would have had the best performance out of that entire district last week, right? Troop loses. Um, I'm trying to look here. Hold on. I just had it. Edgewood loses. We thought that would happen. But even the West Rusk win was not impressive, right? Winning by 19 over Redwater, not very impressive to me. So the ARP win was very impressive last week. I was told going in, I so I picked uh DCAB on the show last week. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. And then I ended up changing my mind before Thursday and changed the pick to ARP. And a lot of that or I'm sorry, I picked ARP on the show, and then I picked decab um uh, in my picks. And I that's did that. Why because,
2: we, that's why we suggest you stay with your pick on the show, Jeremy, because yeah. you know you second guess yourself.
4: No, I, I'm with you. But but here's <clears throat> just through some looking at things and talking to people. Here was the thing about ARP that people were leery of, can they get in a physical game and be competitive and win a game? And I think the knock on ARP over the last few years has been that they can't. DCAB is a very physical team, and they came in and they stuck it to them. So here's the thing about ARP that, that is interesting to me. Their losses this year, they lost to Garrison by four touchdowns. I saw Garrison, a person, losing to them by four touchdowns. I'm not worried about that, right? They lose to West Rush by 30 on the road, and they lose by a touchdown of Troop in a rivalry game. Other than that, I mean, they they took care of business when they had to take care of business, right? Harmony, I'm one of those guys who said that going into this year they needed to prove some things. They needed to prove that what they did last year wasn't a fluke. It wasn't lightning in a bottle. And they've done that through some major injuries. I just think ARP is scrappy enough to keep the thing close. Uh, I like the fact that I think both teams, Harmony's more battle-tested in the playoffs. I think ARP is proven this year, just looking at the way they've handled their business and winning a tough game against DCAB last week, that they are not going to go in there and get blown out. I don't think they're capable of getting blown out in this game. I, I just don't. I don't think I don't think that's in them. Um, and, and you're right, KO, going from Dangerfield to Hemphill, I don't think there's enough of a trap game to lose that one. But if there is one, it could be this week, right? I mean, this is the game that you're going to get... You, I mean, you may get punched in the mouth a little bit and see how it goes. And the winner of this one has a good chance to make a little run here, right? I mean, you got Newton and New Boston. Newton should win that game, and is Newton what they have been? I don't know, but um, I think Harmony wins a game. I think they're the better team, but I think it's I think it's gonna be a really good game. I, I hope it is for the broadcast sake, right? But but then <laughs> but, but then also, I mean, you I don't know Schmink Dog from the next guy, right? But you guys have been have been praising the guy all year long, and I think that they've kind of got the culture there now to where. I trust what they're doing. I, I trust what they're doing there, and I think they're going to be competitive in the game for sure.
6: One more point I want to add just to, to tack on to what you were saying. Another thing is a lot of these teams that Harmony's going to have to go through are the same teams they went through last year who are going to have revenge on their mind, Newton being one of them, yeah. West Rusk being one of those teams. Yeah. So if – also you don't want – and I don't think this will happen. I don't think Coach Jenkins will allow this to happen, but you don't want Harmony to overlook Art anticipating that matchup with newton in the next round you can't you you can't look ahead in the playoffs you have to just we can look ahead we're not playing but as a team and as a coach you can't look ahead you got to focus on the the team that's in front of you and i think coach jenkins and harmony will but that's another just kind of fear that i'm in the back of my mind you don't want to look ahead to newton like you say jeremy then get punched in the mouth and be in a hole and then be in an absolute dogfight for the entire game
4: i lived it about three days ago i mean truthfully like (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, no. Seriously, you, you, you. I don't want to say you don't take them serious, but you look up against a team that's not better than you, and and you're down by two scores, and you can't catch up. It's just not. Yeah. The playoffs aren't aren't built for you to be able to do that consistently. And so I think they'll be ready. I, I think Harmony will be ready. I yeah. just think Arp is gonna is gonna give them a better game than people think, even if Harmony plays well. That's that's, that's all.
3: Someone hold um. us up, Chapel Hill. Yeah. Y'all know why. I could, you know, Brett disrespected my school because he didn't put him on the pick'em, but it's okay. You know, you know, we can learn from him. Didn't
2: but put Schmidt him on dog the pick'em. Is a Chapel Hill. Are you? Just, are you, you? Don't know because it, it wasn't a good game yeah. to put on the pickup. They're going to beat El Campo by 28, 35 but Still, but
3: still, don't, don't, don't just dis- don't disrespect the blue and gold like that. I didn't disrespect them. I didn't try to. Y'all game. leave Chapel it's Hill
5: alone. We don't need no jinx, no nothing. Y'all just,
3: just but anyway, scratch anyway, all of anyway, Nobody don't get about, it don't by Chapel Hill. Hill. Everybody be Dog quiet is a Chapel Hill Chapel Hill play. Smink <laughs> Dog is a Chapel Hill graduate. So, so that's why we love. We got much love for Smink Dog. Arp all the way. I'm picking Arp in this one. But this is not why. This is not just why I'm picking Arp. He's playing with House Money at this point. Harmony is the favorite. They're going to be the favorite. And it's the, it's it's one of those things where this is that program defining win for Arp. They've been a great football team all year. They've had some ups and downs. They beat teams. They've pretty much won the games that they were supposed to win, right? And they lost against a game, you know, lost against a, a better opponent. This is a game where, you know, it's Z, both of your records are 1-0, and right? You can tell it to your team. Guys, they're 1-0, we're 1-0. You know, that doesn't matter who they played all year. This is 1-0 at this point. You know, who are you at this point? You'll come in and get beat by a team that should beat you guys, but you'll come in and, and compete. Like, what do you want to do? that's a, that's a dangerous opponent as opponent that don't have nothing to lose they're not even a favorite that's a dangerous opponent and if you're harmony you've been that you've been that opponent before so you know exactly what that feels like so this is a trap game for Harmony, as of course do I think Harmony is a better team I think they are I think they got that H on the chest for a reason but this is a perfect game for Arp to sneak up on harmony and say you know what not today I'm picking picking up an upset trap game
5: Mm. Well I don't know. Man, it's tough. I wanna pick I wanna pick art. But then again uh, Okay.
4: Ask her what she thinks.
2: Let's ask yeah, ask Chloe what Chloe. She...
5: Chloe. Pick. Pick for me. You gonna pick for me? Yeah. Pick between harmony <laughs> or uh art. Which one do you like? Harmony or art? Here, let me show it to you. That's right not here.
4: fair to ask a little kid. You gotta ask eagles or tigers. That That's one? what you're to ask a little kid.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Harmony. Harmony. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. Okay. There it is. It's flowy. <laughs> it's flowy. All right. Thanks, babe. Here. Fist bump. This
3: is not how, how this bumps. works.
5: Boom. <laughs> there we go. All right. That's, That's awesome. what I'm
2: talking about. There it is. Harmony. You need to get her Chris on. the said so. Vince, Vince, <laughs> yeah, Vince bring, her, bring her on the uh, broadcast, man. We need to. Uh, she,
1: yeah, I
5: might just let her start doing my pics. She got an ice cream right now. So she, I've seen
4: people she's make pics with. I've, I've seen people on the show make pics with less of a reason than she had. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she at least liked the picture. Yeah. Hey.
2: <laughs> there we go. Um. All right. All right, <laughs> Hey. So, yeah, Smeek's probably be calling us up.
3: <laughs> uh, I I I, I ripped. Come on now. All on. right.
2: <laughs> Game six. Uh, Wes Rusk, new Diana, guys. Uh, man, this one, this one's gonna. This one was tough to me. I, I, Wes Rusk. I, I want to pick Wes Rusk, but. Last you like you said, Jeremy, last week wasn't a really good omen for them. Like they they we we talked about how Redwater was not real great like this year. Redwater was four and seven. They beat Wascom. they weren't really any good. They beat Paul Hewitt, they weren't any good. They beat Paris Chisholm, they weren't any good. Like their whole the only teams they beat were not good. So for West Russ to come out and only beat them by 19 points. That worries me a little bit. They only beat Edgewood the week before by 15. Uh, an Edgewood team that is solid, but you know they were the fourth best team in the district. Uh, I want to see the team that beat Art by 30. That's the team I want to see. Um, and I'm hoping they do that. I'm going with Wes Rusk here. I think that that last week was hopefully a wake up call for them. Coach Motta will get them in there this week and say, hey, "Guys, we got to come out with our A game. We can't, we can't play with these teams. Um, we gotta, gotta come out and assert our dominance." I'm going with West Rusk, but I think this is going to be a really, really good game. Um, I think it's uh, whoever comes out and plays the best. I don't think there's uh, an advantage just for really either team. I think it's who comes out, and plays, who doesn't turn the ball over, takes care of the ball, makes no mistakes. I think that's going to be a really key into this
6: game. Uh, this one, on just looking at the names of it immediately, I was like, yeah, West Rusk. boom. Mm-hmm. But then when I started looking at it a little more, this New Diana team, yeah, they only scored six last week, but they didn't give up any. They shut out Anderson Shiro. Um, that's a 3-2 matchup where New Diana was the three, but the two ahead of the of New Diana, Harmony and Dangerfield, they're only two losses this year. So uh, I, I just – New Diana's non-district to me was not impressive at all. Um, And then West Rusk, when you look at their non-district, their two losses to Malakoff and Tatum, two pretty good football teams there. So uh, West Rusk has struggled the past couple of weeks, but I'm kind of going to put them in the same group with Van, where I think they're better than they've shown the past couple of weeks. And I think that they will use this new Diana game to kind of get get right, if you will, not saying it'll be a blowout, but maybe find out some things that they can move forward going on in the playoffs. I just think West Rusk is the better team. I'm impressed with new Diana's run. And if the new Diana defense that came out and played against Anderson Shiro last week comes out and plays against West Rusk, then this one could be very interesting late. But I think West Rusk just has too much firepower with, uh, with uh, Ty Harper Ty Harper now, and I can't remember. There was a Jimmy Harper that was on the team a couple years ago, and now a Ty Harper. I think it's Ty that's on the team now. Jimmy a couple of years ago. Anyway, they got athletes all over the place at West Rusk too. Um, so give me the Raiders.
4: Let me ask you a question, Cal. How many times this year do you think New Diana has given up more than fourteen points?
6: <sighs> I I can it's, look at the schedule, but I
2: don't no, know. don't look
4: at the schedule. Three, okay. three. Okay, they up more? Only three times.
2: Probably four get times. probably oh. guess what a couple of those teams. Sorry,
4: i I'm sorry, four times. Okay. All right, Dangerfield,
2: Harmony, or two they of them. They gave up
4: 42 to Harmony and Dangerfield. Okay, now the Harmony game they only lost by one point. That was at home, 42-41. Mm-hmm. Okay, then they gave up 35 to Wascom on the road Ooh. to Wascom. Yeah, okay, that's, that's not annoying. good. But they gave up 28 to Redwater. We're just I, I'm sitting here talking bad about West Russell and beating Redwater by 19.
6: <laughs> New Day and only won by seven at home.
4: <laughs> only won by seven. seven. Yep, right man. now i like the 6-0 win last week i love a 6-0 game in the playoffs that was probably boring for everybody who bought a ticket but if i'd have got in there for free i'd have been happy okay <laughs> um but here's the thing they were picked dead last before the year started in their district right um freshman quarterback dewan johnson has been better than advertised i think they thought he was good right i mean he's got four five four six speed he's doing it on the air he's doing it on the ground. But West Rusk has that playoff experience we're talking about, right? Colt Jackson, 1,000 yards, Noah Murphy, of course. They got all kind of guys, right, that they can go with on that West Rusk team. Um, and quite honestly, you know, we, we talked about having a new coach. We've talked about this a few times this year. A new coach, but a new coach that's, that's been on staff for a long time. And that personality and that culture is still there. Same same group. They're battle-tested in the playoffs. I love what New Diana's done, but I don't think they get it done this week. I think it's going to be West Russ. And I think it may be, of the games on our list, well, there's a couple more we'll talk about in a minute. But this one could be pretty convincing, I think.
3: I'm picking New Diana. As I call them, Dirty Diana. I'm just call them that. as you got to change the name Dirty Diana in the playoffs. You got to do that.
2: That sounds like Dirty um, dog. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like what? wrestling thing, man.
3: Oh, but uh, no, I'm I'm going with New Diana. I just, I, I, they have the tougher district. I'm, I'm, I'm going New Diana. Think they, I think they're ready.
5: Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going with Rest Risk. Uh, I'm looking at, I'm comparing it with that. Redwater uh, game, and it's probably not a fair comparison, but uh, that's what I'm using. And even though we wanted West Rucks to have uh, blown out uh, Redwater, by more, have more of a lead against Redwater, uh, they still had more of a lead than New Diana did. Uh, so that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with West Rucks.
4: The thing you got to remember too about last Friday night, at least, or especially Thursday night too, was the weather was such a, a factor in a lot of those games. Right? Mm-hmm. If, if you played on Thursday, yeah, throw it all out the window, except for Garrison because they Garrison scored Didn't, a didn't one. bother <laughs> them any at all.
6: <laughs> yeah, didn't bo- didn't bother Cooper either. They
4: scored sixty one, so it didn't. So, sometimes it's based on your opponent, but the point <laughs> is, the score can be varied depending on where and who you played and when.
2: All right. Game seven, guys, Uh, Longview Lobos will take on Frisco, Reedy in a big game. Um, Both teams, one loss, guys. Um, Look down here and I look at Frisco, Reedy's schedule. The Lions have lost one game. That was to Frisco Lone Star uh, by three points. That was in their third game of the season. So I, I... I know what Longview's schedule is. I know who they play. They play a lot of good, solid East Texas teams. Um, They have played uh, Marshall. They've played Legacy, Lufkin, Lancaster. That district was really good, I I think, uh, top to bottom. Um, I think Longview was superior in that. I think they're the better team in this game, and they're an East Texas team. But I still think they're the better team going with Longview
6: yeah I'm gonna make this one short and simple for you Give me the long Longview, Longview lobos I'm not picking against Longview or even considering picking against Longview until they play Alito. carry on
4: yeah Longview's going to win the game and and here's the thing we, we always talk about Taylor Tatum right and and rightfully so Tatum's a great player you know I like what they do with the quarterback position honestly I, th- I think that's an underrated part they protect the ball from the quarterback position. You got to be able to do that. When teams start going to pack the box and try to take away Tatum, good luck. By the way, I don't think it's going to work that easily. When they can protect the ball from the quarterback position like they have, I'm looking at just Andrew Touch stats: 14 touchdowns, one interception, 1,200 yards. Okay, we can live with that as a quarterback, right? Uh, now, Reedy has their own guy, right? A running back, Tristan Airy, 20 touchdowns, 1,200 yards. Longview have their handful with him, but Longview to me prove they can um, prove they can play in that district schedule. I give me the lobos, give the lobos
3: big. Yeah. Um it's 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 L for Longview. Uh for sure. I'm not picking I'm not picking them over anybody else. I'm not, I'm not picking them over everybody else besides these sexes. So you know how I'm going there. I just I don't think I don't really think they're going I don't really think gonna buy the out just yet. So I'm picking all of
5: Yeah. uh. My little, my little girl came in here and said, I'm pick this one, talking about uh, Frisco Reedy. She do know what she's talking about. <laughs> we, we, we didn't ask you. She has no idea who Longview is. <laughs> I didn't ask her nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she just came in here with that. So uh, I'm going with Longview, though.
2: <laughs> All right. She clearly doesn't like green. <laughs> Game eight yeah. Malakoff and Mount Vernon. Um man, this is gonna it's another really good matchup here in East East Texas game. Uh, I guess you've Malakoff right on that edge. Corey, they're they're right on the edge of East Texas for your geography. I
3: know I know exactly where Malakoff
2: is. Okay. I'm just making sure. No, I know, know
3: where Malakoff
2: Okay. All right. But Malakoff, I mean, they're they've been impressive this year. I mean, you look at who they played. West Russ, we just talked about them still in the playoffs. Grandview, they're still in the playoffs um got Gladewater who made the playoffs um which is who Mount Vernon beat last week by the way um and you've got you know Fairfield um and they've played a the schedule kind of got easier as it went down but they've played some guys this year um they have not really been challenged hardly at all uh you look at their closest game is uh Geez, that's hard to find one. Grandview by 30.
6: Grandview, that 30 points, the closest
2: one. I mean, and you look at the defense. Corey, you like defense. How about this for a a defense? How about giving up 14, 21, 0, 7, 0, 0, 0, 7, 10, 14, and 0. I'm taking Malakoff by a lot. Uh, Sorry, Mount Vernon, your your run's over.
6: Yeah, Malakoff's a really good football team. Five shutouts in their 11 games defense has been now <laughs> to There's preface that though, though too. <laughs> to preface that though kemp not a good team yeah eustace they gave up seven two with probably the fourth string in not a good team um but yes their their closest game has been a 30 point game to grandview who we all think is a really good team Mount Vernon's been playing better football here recently with that big win over Pottsboro at the end of the year to get this two seed. And and here's another thing. Can I just – let me just say this real quick about seeding in playoffs. It is almost a punishment to be a two seed because Lindell facing Iowa Colony, one of the top teams in the state, as a two seed, who Chapel Hill gets El Campo so you get rewarded for losing earlier – and becoming a three seed wow. instead of a two-seed, just like this. If Mount Vernon was a three-seed, they're playing Grandview this week instead of having to take on Malakoff. Like it's just I, I think this two seed out of the districts, for some reason, they get punished in that second round game where they have to play the one out of another district or something. And it's just, I don't know, I don't like it. That's about a little We well, should let Chapel Hill
3: beat We should let Hill beat <laughs> I'm he'll
6: not face. saying that. I'm just saying, the seeding system seems kind of jacked up to me when you can fight all year to get a two seed and well, then I, have to play one of the better teams in the second round.
2: I guarantee you that Coach Chubber is going to have the same argument because he kind of that's the same way that happened to Burkhill.
4: I got to bring it up. Um, well, just, I mean, honestly, it
2: was. I mean, we talked about it that yeah. you guys fought all year to get that home playoff game, but then you ended up having to play probably the best team out of the district because they just slipped up and, and did yeah. that
4: sure. Okay, so what I'm about to tell you has nothing to do with my pick. My pick's easy, right? Okay, but we talked all year long about what in the world's wrong with Mount Vernon. They lose to Sabine, and we're like, what the heck? Then they turn around the next week and lose to Maniello. We're like, what in the world's going on in Mount Vernon? Do a little deeper dive here as I'm looking at this. Their best two players are sophomores, right? And so their improvement's been pretty marked. Cord Johnson, the quarterback, he's thrown for 1,400 yards, eight touchdowns. Dawson Witherspoon, the sophomore running back, has run for 1,600 yards and 25 touchdowns. And look no further to how much they've improved. In week two, they went on the road beat Gladewater by 16. Last week, they beat them by 42. So, Mount Vernon's a much better football team than they were two months ago. However, it's not going to be good enough this week. They're going to lose to Malikoff. But let's just keep this in mind when we roll around next August and we start talking about teams on the rise. Anybody who's getting their sophomores, freshmen, Juniors, even the experience they're getting right now, and they're putting up the numbers they are right now, it bodes well for them for next year. So, Mount Vernon will be back in the conversation next year, I feel like. But this week, it's going to be, it's all about the Tigers for Malakoff.
3: Yeah. Y'all yeah, know I like Malakoff. You know, I've been a Malakoff fan since I was a little kid. A basketball team was legit way back in the day when TJC used to host those regional basketball tournaments for Class 2A. Malakoff, great team. Man, they'd be there every single year. They had a great run and yeah, just got good athletes. Now the football teams on the map, um, great athlete. They're they like the Tatum of the West. I mean, they they play, I mean, they play hard and they play tough and they're big. And I, I give them much respect. Just like Jeremy said, I've been watching a lot of these teams, these young teams here. We said the same thing about Gilmer. Um, they're young and, and these teams have like good sophomores. We witnessed that, you know, Chapel Hill and some other schools. They've got some good sophomores, good freshmen, sophomore class. When they finally get in their rifle right, in their own, man, they just they just look unstoppable, you know, as individual players. Look at Terry Bussey and Timson. You know, those guys have just turned it on. They they're turning out athletes. But um if you're Mount Vernon, you know, the up and down, the herky jerkiness, man, that, that loss looks bad. Every time you look at that, a loss, it's really bad. But I want to. I'm not gonna play them right now. It's the playoffs. They're wanting to in the playoffs right now. But Malakoff's a better team, and they may just take this one on the chin. But it's okay. I'd rather take this one on the chin than than not taking, not being the playoffs at all. So
5: I'm going Malakoff, guys. Uh, one reason and one re- reason only. They quarterback name is Mike Jones.
4: Yeah.
5: Who? <laughs> who? When I saw that, who? the first thing I said was who.
4: <laughs>
5: and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm not picking against him I wonder, no. I wonder what his, I
4: wonder what his phone number is.
5: I know <laughs> I should ask you.
3: <laughs>
5: so, you yeah, know what? I'm, I'm I could cool be a basketball
4: announcer.
3: I couldn't be a basketball oh, announcer. Oh, man, I mean, that would I'd, be crazy. I'd, I'd be like, my Jones. And i just have the old street body. Who? Who? Hey,
6: the sad No, not even
3: just that. Could you
5: imagine, yeah. you know, running like the scoreboard and, and all of that? I'd be playing it. I, listen, I, I know Mike Jones got some questionable music. But I would at least play a little sound bite from that. <laughs> That's the sad twice. part, Every though. He he's probably,
6: he's just, probably not even old enough to know who Mike Jones is. <laughs> he probably
5: don't know who Mike Jones is. <laughs> no. He
6: don't even he, get it. No,
3: no, no, he no, no no, get, no, no, no. He don't even he, understand he, it. His, his parents know who Mike Jones his, is. His, his, his parents, parents know knows who Mike Jones is.
4: Okay, listen. Here, yeah. Here's how I know you're right. When we played in Houston a few weeks ago, I looked at one of our other coaches, Coach Agnew, the boys basketball coach. I said, the fact that we're in Houston and we've played a game, we're about to leave here. And we ain't played Mike Jones or Paul Wall one time. Shows that we ain't doing it right. So <laughs> <It's> a crime. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. From, no little flip, uh, no nothing. I ain't got no, no no nothing. no yeah.
5: man, yeah. I, 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 just. Oh my god. No I would, B no
3: Pipsy, no nothing. I,
4: I'd, just, I'd have, have to play it
5: just one time. I'd have DJ to play. He scored pipe touchdown. I have to play at least one time. Can sounds you play like that like,
3: from the side, sounds,
5: It sounds like we
2: need a an old school podcast at the go back to some old school music or something guys
3: can you still
5: call
4: mike jones phone number i wonder
5: man i'm pretty sure he shut that down let's try
4: it <laughs> i'm gonna try, try, try it right it. now here we go here we go guys y'all ready here we go let's see Hold yeah, oh nobody answers. no
3: longer
5: if he picks up this phone bro i'm telling you is hello
4: Who's it?
3: it's
5: ringing is it ringing
4: <laughs> this could be great radio or bad radio I'm I'm confused. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Uh, yeah. yeah hey go. Hey you know. I'm reading. At least, reading. <laughs> nah. at least hey they had a cool
2: voicemail box or something.
3: I know, man. Still, like... Pick up the phone commercial.
2: <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh game nine, fellas. Uh Tatum takes on Whitney. Uh and Whitney comes from District 7-3. They're in the same district with Grandview. 10-1 um, the season for Whitney. Uh, their lone loss was to Grandview. But look down here through, her, through their schedule. And I can just... Dallas Life Oak Cliff. This like isn't them. basketball. This isn't basketball. They're not good in football. Uh, Dallas A-plus Academy. 85-0. to um, Dallas Madison. Um. This district is not a football district, fellas. Um, Grandview and then pretty much the only teams in here that I would I mean West is yeah okay. Tatum played on the other hand a gauntlet of schedule. I mean you you look over at what Tatum did and you know Vince knows exactly what Tatum did. We we talked about it mm-hmm. uh, last week. You play Center Dangerfield, Pittsburgh and West Rusk and Lumberton as your pre district schedule. Um how many of those teams are still left? Well, Center just lost. They were in the playoffs. Dangerfield's still in. Pittsburgh, I don't did they make the playoffs? No. They were, they were close. Um, West Rusk is still in, and Lumberton is still in. So four out of the five made the playoffs. Three of them are still in. Um, and they won two of those games. I I don't know. I just I think it's hard to pick against Tatum. They challenge themselves so much. I mean, the Atlanta loss, we talked about it. But as Jeremy said, Atlanta was a pretty good team. I think it's just one of those. Tatum didn't have to have that game, so there wasn't an urgency. They'd already won the district championship. Maybe they just wanted to rest some guys. Um, They came out and took it to Commerce by two, three touchdowns last week. So give me the Tatum Eagles guys in this one.
6: Yeah, I think uh, basically everything you just said I agree with. Tatum's had a a more difficult season. I think Whitney is in a – very soft district outside of them in Grandview and West, I guess you could add in there is decent. But yeah, Tatum Tatum's played a much tougher schedule. And so yeah, give me the Tatum Eagles.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tatum. Uh I had in my notes here that Whitney scored 60 points <laughs> five times this year. Um doesn't matter. Um one of those is Grace Prep. I mean, not Grace Prep. Sorry, excuse me, because they took care of us. But um, Life Oak Cliff, maybe sixty-four to fourteen. We hung sixty on those guys too. Uh, you know, the Grandview loss. The only, I mean, you know, that, that's a that's a good measuring stick, and that's a weird game. They only lost about by eight. But give me uh, Tatum, <coughs> uh, Whitney. I don't think they're they're ready for what's coming.
3: And a big fee, Tatum Eagles, baby. Mm. I just want you to know there's a lot of Eagles in this in this pick-em. It's like what eight Eagle schools? That's a lot. That is really a lot. But anyway, um, hey, go Eagles.
5: Mm. Um, I'm going with I'm going with Tatum, obviously. Uh, I kind of gave him a a little bit of an ultimatum last week (laughs) they heard Uh, you will yeah yeah i said if you lose this game i'll never pick you again so i didn't think about if you win this game i have to continue picking you picking them but uh I, i think that's that that's only right at least for right now it is anyway uh so yeah i'm going with tatum
2: all right game 10 guys this this game 10 is another one of those wow matchups in round two You've got Hooks versus Dangerfield. One of these two teams will be going home after round two. Um, and I, this is the one game on mine that I didn't fill in. Um, I, I kind of left this one blank because, to me, it's just two really good teams. Uh, you uh, Hooks, you know, if you can either say they're ten and zero or ten and one, you know, depending on who you ask, they had the the one game that was canceled, you know. But Winsboro was winning the game, um, but everything else on their schedule is a win. Dangerfields' losses were to Timson Center and Harmony, three really solid teams. Uh, man, I don't know about this one, guys. I I'm gonna let you talk a little bit and see what I see. What, if
6: someone sways me on this one because I'm I'm kind of up in the air. I, this one was the toughest one uh, for me. Um, all out of all the picks. I just went back and looked through the schedule and, and Dangerfield, two of their losses, Timpson and Center. Center's out of the playoffs now, but that was a close loss. And then Timpson was a close loss. We know how good they are. Harmony was a close loss. They won the district. But outside, if you look at Dangerfield's last seven games, basically when district started and then the one playoff game, five of those seven games have been shutouts. 42 nothing Hughes Springs, 42 nothing New Diana, 40 nothing Elysian Field, 62 nothing Queen City, 48 nothing New Waverly. And then they gave up six to Wascombe, And then Harmony beat them 26-21. Now we just talked about this new Diana team, how they they were improving, and Dangerfield shut them down tremendously. Um I think I'm just gonna I, I wanna just err on the defensive side. I think Dangerfield's playing some better defense right now. Now Hooks, they put up 92 last week. Uh, we talked a little bit off air about the antics during the game. We'll see if uh, if that carries over or anything. But Hooks has been putting up some tremendous numbers too. They hung. We talked about Redwater. How West Russ struggled with Redwater. How New Diana struggled with Redwater. Hooks did not struggle with Redwater. 76 nothing uh, against Redwater. So. I don't know, man. This one's it's up in the air. When
2: but Hooks, Hooks is that number was weird to me, Kyle, because if you look back at Hooks's numbers on defense, they hadn't given up more than what twenty two points before that fifty seven point out Yeah. So that's Which, that's an outlier, weird to me.
6: Yeah, I don't. But Edgewood's had a weird year too, where they've they've looked really good in some games, and and it again, I think just from reading the chat, I think that. Maybe – and tonight during the wrap-up show, we'll have hopefully some Hooks people there that can clear this up for us. But from what I read in the chat, Hooks was up so big in the first half, they probably took some of their starters out, which is where Edgewood may have started coming up with those points and then Hooks pulled yeah. away again. Just some – maybe that's not what happened. I don't know. Um, But this is a toss-up game for me. I'm going to go with Dangerfield simply because – I think they're playing better defense right now and defense wins championships. So give me the Dangerfield Tigers in a close one, uh, like a field goal type game, very close game. And here's another point. Dangerfield's the two out of that district, and they got to play hooks. We're getting these big-time matchups in the second round because of the seeding that's all jacked up. Anyway.
2: Because the East Texas districts are so good normally, and then –
4: I mean, that's that that's part of it. Now, this is interesting, and, and K.O. hit on a bunch of this stuff. We talked before the year started, we talked about this in the preseason, that we would know a lot about Hooks after Harmony and Cooper, first two weeks of the season. They beat Harmony by four. They beat Cooper on the road by seven. It's Cooper's only loss. So we learned a lot about them, right? They, they destroyed some teams that they should have destroyed – they beat DCAB by 34. We talked about their playoff team that beat by 34. They beat New Boston by 51, a team that beat Troop last week, right? So, we know what Hooks is. They've given up 80 points all year long. They gave up 57 last week to Edgewood. Who knows what happened, right? Whatever. But I look at Dangerfield, and I, th- I think back, and I'll be honest with you, I-, I have numbers written down here. If you look at Hooks, Keyshawn Wells, a running back, almost 2,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. Senior receiver, Jatavius Johnson, 40 catches, 800 yards, 11 touchdowns video game numbers, right? And the best name on the on the list tonight, quarterback Ripken Birdwell. Somebody's dad was a Kyle Ripken fan. Bless him, right? Uh he's he's thrown for 27 touchdowns, run for eight more. They're they are very skilled offensively. They've played a lot of bad teams, whatever. Okay. But go back and look at Dangerfield. They beat Gladewater by 30. They beat Tatum by 17. They go on the road to Timpson and they beat Terry or they they lose to Busing and them boys by seven in a game that, by the way, they had to move Bussy to quarterback, to come back and win the game at the end, right? So, Timpson gets the win over Dangerfield at home, but they had to work to get it, right? And nobody else has taken them that to that level, all right? The center game, centers has got athletes with anybody. I'll put center's athletes with anybody, whatever their issues are, they lose that one. Then they go on this run that KO talked about, just destroying people. They had... They gave up one touchdown in all of district except to Harmony. Now, the Harmony loss, Harmony's playing their best football right now, okay? I think you would agree with that. I think, well, potentially playing their best football right now. Uh, They go to Dangerfield, they win a five-point game. But I just think Dangerfield, even looking at Hooks and the 11-0, I said earlier I couldn't go against 11-0. I'm going against 11-0 here. I don't think – I think Dangerfield, you can't punish their losses for losing to Timpson and Center and Harmony. I look back to that Timpson game, and I think when Danger, but here's the scary thing. I've said this all year long about them if you've been listening to me on the show. When Dangerfield's playing well, good luck beating them. But something is always there's, there's nights they show up and something's not right. And you just always feel like something's off. If they have one of those nights, Hooks will beat them. But I think that right now they're going to be fine. New Waverly wasn't a good test. Forty-eight, nothing. They're a four-win team. Whatever, I'll I'll take them over Hooks this week.
3: Hey. First of all, I want to say it wasn't eight Eagle schools on the floor. Um, I had to correct myself. But anyway, um, no, nonetheless, Dangerfield. I'm picking Dangerfield. I know Hooks is I mean, Hooks is dangerous dog. Actually, I Dangerfield mean, actually, Dangerfield's gonna be a hundred in this in his in his bout, but they've Dangerfield's let me down the past couple of years, and I've been picking them, man, left and right. And every time I, every time I get hyped up to pick them, you know, they let me down. Kind of like Pine Tree or Shine Tree this year. They Shine because they made the playoffs, and, and and as soon as I pick them, it's like they end up losing. You know, a strange, strangely, but I'm not, I'm not doing it this time. I'm picking Dangerfield for the upset, and it will be an upset because Hooks is better than Dangerfield this year. Hooks is rough. And this is gonna be a dogfight. This is this is one of those bowl game matchups. It's like Georgia versus Oregon or something like that. Well, I wouldn't say Oregon because Pac-12 will never fare well. Um, let me pick another school. I don't know Oregon versus Utah. That that'd be a lot better. But you know, I, I I don't know. It's just I'm I'm hoping Dangerfield. I'm hoping Dangerfield does me right, and for this pick 'em challenge. And I hope they get it. I hope they get this dub. It's gonna be a good game, nonetheless. It's
5: gonna be a close one too. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I keep forgetting I had that off. Um, man, this is gonna be a good game. Obviously, I hope it's a good game. I, you know what? It would suck if this turned out to be a blowout. Um, I like Dangerfield. I do. I think. I think Dangerville deserves to go to the next round. I think Hooks does too, though. You know, it's just unfortunate they have to meet this meet right now. Um, But that's what this is. So, I think I'm going to go with Hooks. I think that's what I'm. I think that's what's settled on. I'm just gonna ride with Hooks and see what they do.
2: All right, uh, Vince. I agree with you. I'm going with Hooks in this one. I think it's going to be a great game. Man, I just you just look at their schedule and they've played some tough teams and they were able to take care of them. Um, not saying that the teams they played were better than what Dangerville has played, um, mm-hmm. but they did uh, they did take care of Harmony earlier in the year and that was a health, healthy Harmony. week. that was a healthy Harmony week now. You know, you're going to say, well, that was week one. You know, they've changed or whatever, but they've continued mm-hmm. to. Agree. They played with Winsboro as well. I think Winsboro is a really good team in 3A Division One. It was a really close game. Whenever the game was called, um, I just think Hooks is they're on a mission. I think. Um, I just think they're they're going to take this game. I think they're they want a rematch with Harmony. I think they're they're uh, in line to get one at some point if they continue to play well and Harmony does too. Uh, uh, Unfortunately for Dangerfield, I think this is one of those, like Kyle said, it's a tough matchup. You know, you lose that last week of the season, you get thrown to this second spot, and now you get a really good hooks team in round round two. Um, But that bracket's just really loaded, and I I, I honestly think it's the way they do the districts. I wish they mixed them up more. I know it's for, like, regional uh, purposes, but I think Mm -hmm. they should mix these up a little more where the – you don't face these teams quite so early. Um, but either way, that's the way the bracket is. And I'm going with hooks guys. So, um, and that's the, uh, pick week, man, This is a, uh, it's going to be a good week of football guys. I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have, we'll talk about last week's games tonight on the wrap up show. Um, and man, uh, i know kyle uh, you're going to be at earl campbell field i'm guessing because that's where you are sitting currently there um who you got this week
6: yeah so friday is our final red zone of the season and the final red zone game of the week this week is malakoff and mount vernon a battle of the tigers over at rose stadium uh i'm looking forward to it i I do think, like we said earlier, I think Malakoff will win, but I'm excited to see this Malakoff team. I haven't been able to see them all season. We've been talking about them, but I haven't been able to see them because they're in a district that kind of plays all these teams out west, so we don't ever really get to to see them much. But I'm excited to see Malakoff, and I'm excited to see how the youth of Mount Vernon can handle the the pressure of playing a really good team in the uh, second round of the playoffs. So, But that's where I'll be Friday night. Thursday night, it's not confirmed just yet. Well, I guess by, by now it would be playing on me being in Athens Thursday night for Tenaha and Dawson in that area round matchup. So a couple of games this week. I'm looking forward to it. But, yeah, like you said, great slate of football all across the board in the area round.
2: Jeremy, uh, you want to let them know where you're going to be this week?
4: Man, well, Thursday I'm going to be doing a little thump-thump, uh, <laughs> a little basketball action. Uh, Friday I'll be with you over at <laughs> – when you uh when you sent me the message and we were doing that game, I had to relook look and see where it was. I wasn't even really sure. I was like, hope I didn't get myself into something I want to do. But Hallsville's not too bad. We'll go over there and have a good time. Uh, what what should be a quality football game with harmony and ARP. Um and then Saturday I'm gonna start uh picking out turkeys. And mm-hmm. I'm ready to mm-hmm. I'm ready to get going. It is
2: uh it's Thanksgiving break next week, so
4: it's getting there. Yeah, by by hey, Friday afternoon, I'll be yeah, I'll be in a great mood. Uh we yeah, I got two basketball games this week, Corey, Tuesday night at Troop. Thursday night'll be over in Corsican at Mildred High School. So, two pretty good tests for us after uh after 3 um, three games that maybe not the test we'd hope they would be, but we'll get to this. Hey,
6: week. Jeremy, let me ask you a question real quick. Uh y'all yes, y'all sir. played Fruitvale, right? We did. Yes. Sir. Riley Rubio, the little mm-hmm. point guard. I think she's a mm-hmm. decent little point guard, especially for the the 1A class, the uh, 2A.
4: Yeah. So, let me tell you she she actually uh they scored 30 points against us Saturday which was the most we'd given up. Um and, and when I I'm not even saying that like I, I hate to even that sound like a jerk right <laughs> but that's not what I mean. That's, that's the most given <laughs> I mean up. it's a stat. I mean stats are facts. Uh, so stat but, but she scored she scored 14 of their 30. She's good. I mean, I mean uh, she's yeah she's, she's she's a good player. She's a
6: good she's good at driving to the lane and 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 setting
4: up other teammates. How- Kyle, you have support. to get
2: across half court against Jeremy's press before you can do that, unfortunately though.
4: Okay, quit it. She she um <laughs> she was she didn't make any threes. Now last year we played them, she did make a few threes mm-hmm. and she did a good job. She made she made six of eight free throws. We fouled her, we hacked her a lot, I guess. And uh she went, you know, four from thirteen from four. But she scored half their points. And, I think uh, she's their best no, player. She, she is. Yeah. She's she's a good player. And and listen, their new coach is gonna have them ready. They got a new right? coach? Yeah, Coach A comes over from from Canton. Oh, I did not know and, that. And uh yeah, I didn't know that either. I mean, I scheduled the game with with Amanda uh, Hodge, Hodge. I guess yeah. had been there, and uh, but he's going to have him going. You know, when you when you come from from Canton and that program, he'll have him rolling here pretty soon.
6: All right, sorry to get off track. Just,
4: no, you're good. Question,
2: Vince? Uh, where are you going to be this week?
5: Um, so I think I'm going to be at the uh, Beckville Garrison game on Thursday night out in uh, Longview. Uh, the I think. I've, I've gotten the green light to, uh, <laughs> I'll say, uh, to make that game. Um, and uh, so I think that's going to be it. That honestly might be, to me, the best game on our list we have. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe the now best, best I, game of the week, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know some some. you could probably argue a few others, but I, I think that's going to be the biggest one. Uh, and I'm excited because I get to be in it. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'll be Thursday
2: night. It's going to be good. I'll be with Vince Thursday and then Jeremy on Friday. Um, and then our, our man Christian can tell you where he'll be tonight. Um, hopefully he'll be back with us. And, uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for our power plus mouth guard beast from the East show. Uh, make sure you tune in tonight again, 8 30 PM. We can wrap up show. We'll talk about the first round of the playoffs. Um, and we'll uh, kind of break down the games that we had last week. There's a lot of good ones and we'll talk about them uh, for KO. Kyle. Jeremy Hubbard. Corey Marshall and Vincent Johnson, we'll catch you next time right here on the Beast from the East show on Netizen.
1: Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a PowerPlus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And you know, obviously um, we contributed to the PowerPlus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously, a tremendous factor for us. for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, And that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate.
0: Have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? suffer with pain. Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.